Hello, and it's time for another episode of Vipers Voices, the place for all the latest news and interviews on the Desert Vipers, as the side gears up for the very first season of the DP World ILT20 in the UAE in January and February 2023. I'm Brian Murgatroyd, and as the clock continues to count down to the start of the tournament and also to the Vipers' first match against the Sharjah Warriors on the 15th of January, we're focusing on one of these side's UAE players, all-rounder Ali Nasir. We'll hear from Ali himself, and we'll also hear from his long-time coach, former Pakistan all-rounder Mudassa Nazar, who's now the head of the UAE National Academy programme and someone who was head coach of the UAE under-19 side that Ali played in at last year's ICC under-19 Cricket World Cup in the Caribbean. Ali tells us all about his background in the game and what he hopes to achieve in the ILT20 and beyond. And Mudassar explains what we can expect to see from a player who turns 19 a month after the tournament concludes. By the end of this episode, you'll have a fascinating insight into Ali, someone who has the potential to do something really special. That's all coming up, so let's get started. Mudassa has seen Ali develop as a cricketer right from the start of his journey, having coached him at the ICC Academy in Dubai. And it's fair to say he likes what he sees. If I was to pick one guy out of the under-19 squad, that he would be the one. He would be the one so much so that I feel if he was in Pakistan and coming through the academy system, he would have played for Pakistan. Would definitely play for Pakistan. That's a ringing endorsement from Mudassa and he tells us why the player is so effective with both bat and ball. The guy who likes to command and take the game away from the opposition. He is your natural six hitter, facing fast bowling or spin bowling. So easy for him to hit six hit. And he has a nice little arc. It's just straight and straight mid wicket straight extra cover. That means he's not taking a lot of risk. So chances of clearing the boundary or hitting the ball, you know, he's got a very good chance. And the thing I like with him, he bowls according to the situation. If he needs to bowl Yorkers, so Yorkers are always there. Slow balls are there, use of the crease is there. So guys, he's a thinking creator and somebody who takes a lot of pride in his own performance. Mudassa certainly isn't someone who hands out compliments for no reason. And so his verdict on Ali will be music to the ears of all Desert Vipers fans. He's a complete package. He likes to command, he likes to win games. And he takes a lot of pride in his, in his uh, fellow creators as well. As for Ali himself, he set the bar high on his hopes for the tournament. I'm looking forward to trying to make an impact in the league and try and make a name for myself and try and also not just make myself proud but also my family and the UAE, hold, uh, the UAE cricket fraternity because I think all of us um, aim to prove to the world that UAE can play cricket. So yeah, that's my, that's my main aspiration for this. Our interviews with Modassa and Ali are coming up next here on Vipers Voices. First up then, and we hear from Mudassa Nazar, someone who, as a player for Pakistan and as a coach, has been there and done it at the very highest level. He played for Pakistan almost 200 times, scored close to 7,000 international runs with 10 hundreds, and took more than 170 international wickets, including six for 32, to win a test for his country at Lords. 
Budassa also has a deep and long-standing connection with UAE cricket, having worked at the ICC Academy in Dubai, helping to oversee its development from the ground up alongside Rodney Marsh and Dale Hadley, before now working for Emirates Cricket, developing the next generation of players. Viper's Voices caught up with him to chat about Ali Nasir, a player he's known and worked with over a long period of time. And we started off by asking him when he first came into contact with the player. I saw him when he was nine years of age, ten years of age, when I used to work at the ICC Career Academy. And used to bat in those days. And then when I came back from Pakistan, I developed into a decent outlander and started spending time with him, especially his bowling, trying to get him to attack the bowling crease and, and uh, then with his batting to bring a little more bit of discipline uh, into his batting as well because he likes to get on with it. Sometimes, you know, he can, can be rash. But if I was to pick one guy out of the under-19 squad, that he would be the one. He would be the one so much so that I feel if he was in Pakistan and coming through the academy system, he would have played for Pakistan. Would definitely play for Pakistan. What's his strongest suit now, would you say? Batting, bowling, or, or is he equally good at both? They're both equal. Both equals. He's one of those rare cricketers uh, who've got both uh, departments as strong as the other. He could easily fit into a national team, either on his batting or, or his bowling. I'm, I'm, he's gone now to England to, uh, for further studies. Otherwise, uh, I think he would have walked into the national side by now. Looking at what I've seen in the last couple of years, Playing him against the national side, here, almost winning us the games against uh, the top team purely on his own. Is the guy who likes to command and take the game away from the opposition. And he's your natural six hitter, be it a fast bowler, facing fast bowling or spin bowling. It's so easy for him to hit six. And he has a nice little arc. He hits it straight and straight mid wicket, straight extra cover. Uh, you know, that, you, that means he's not taking a lot of risk. So chances of clearing the boundary or, or, or hitting the ball, uh, you know, he's got a very good chance. You used Ali as an opening bowler in the ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup in the Caribbean at the start of 2022. But it was his economy rate during the tournament that really stood out as he went for less than five runs and over throughout that tournament. That's impressive, isn't it? When you think that he had to bowl uh, the last five overs at the death, and I think if a couple of the slip fielders had helped him, he would have picked up a lot of wickets too. Because he, he almost gave us a breakthrough every time he came into bowl. And the thing I like with him, he bowls according to the situation. If he needs to bowl Yorkers, the Yorkers are always there. Slow balls are there, use of the crease is there. The guy is a thinking creator. And somebody who takes a lot of pride in his own performance. People talk about the three phases of a T20 innings, the power play, the middle overs and the death. Is he able to bowl in all three? Easily adaptable because we used him in three uh, situations. New ball, middle overs if needed to stem the flow of uh, runs or take a, uh, take a wicket. And then obviously to, towards the end, bowl yorkers and uh, bowl full, even bouncers. So, as I said, he's a complete package. He, he, he likes to command. He likes to win games. And he takes a lot of pride in his, in his uh, fellow cricketers as well. Ali played for the Hyderabad Hunters in last year's Pakistan Junior League, and he impressed with both bat and ball. What was his thinking in going to play in that tournament? And do you think he benefited from it? Immensely. He wanted to test himself against you know more mature cricketers, better cricketers, because he got the 
pick of cricketers playing in that tournament. And he went there and all the news I've received, you know, they, they compliment him. And uh, he was one of the successes of that tournament. Is six or seven his best spots in the batting order? That's where you batted him in the ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup, isn't it? He's happy at that, at that number. But if you really ask me, I could have easily batted him at five or maybe four because he was my best batsman. He was easily my best batsman in that squad. Not just my best fast bowler, he was my best batsman as well. So technically, he's really sound then? He's pretty good. He just needs to work on a short ball. He likes to hook the ball, but most of the time the ball goes in, in the air. So that's one aspect of his game he needs to work on. I think he's probably been working on uh, in the recent months. Mudassa Nazar there, full of praise for Desert Vipers all-rounder Ali Nasir. Now let's hear from the player himself. We caught up with Ali after he returned to the UAE to get ready for the ILT20 and he explains all about his time abroad in the interview. To start with, though, we began by asking him how long he's been based in this country. I've been in the UAE since I was four years old, so it's been about 14 years now. Uh, my family and I moved to the UAE from Pakistan um, and my parents started working here and I've been here ever since. Both of my parents work. Uh, my mom used to work for a company called Bukhater, which is really big in cricket uh, in the Sharjah area. Um, but now she moved to a different company and yeah, they both work and they're both really well for themselves. What are you doing at the moment? Are you a full-time cricketer? Well, currently I'm studying in the UK in Leeds uh, at university, but my aspiration is to be a full-time cricketer once I finish my university degree. Who have been your biggest influences on your cricketing life? I think uh, my parents. My parents have like really supported me throughout my cricketing journey. Uh, my mom actually got me into the ICC Academy where we're sitting at right now. I joined there when I was 12 years old, so she's really supported me a lot. My father, he taught me how to actually pick up a bat and actually, you know, pull the ball. Um, so yeah, both my parents have really given me like a lot of support in my cricketing journey so far. Almost 300 UAE players put their names into the hat, and you're one of 24 to have been picked up. So you've won the lottery already, really, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I was. I mean, it was a really good moment for me to get to be called up for this league. Um, I was actually in the UK in university, and I woke up to the message of, you know, you've been picked for Desert Vipers, and I was chuffed. I was really excited. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good opportunity for me, and hopefully not just myself, but all of us, all, you, all of us UAE players can perform really well in the tournament. Were you surprised to be picked up in the draft? Uh, I was a bit because of how big the league is and how um, small my chances were. I mean, like you said, there was 300 players who put their name in and, and only 24 got picked. So yeah, I was a bit surprised, but obviously I was really happy and it's, it's really good. And how does it feel to be part of the Desert Vipers squad? Yeah, I mean, our team is really good. We have stars like Alex Hales, Wanindu Asaranga, Tamal Mills, uh, Tom Curran. So it'd be, it'd be really good to like, you know, rub shoulders with, uh, with the big stars and learn from them. Is there anyone you're looking forward to playing alongside in the Desert Vipers? Uh, well, as a, as a fast bowler, I'd say someone like um, Tamal Mills or even Tom Curran. I could, you know, talk to them, ask them about how they go about their business. And then since I bat too, I might uh, go up to someone like a Hasaranga because he's, he's an all-rounder as well, or even Alex Hales and just ask them about their mindset, you know, how they approach a game. What about people you're looking forward to playing against? Uh, well, there's a few UAE players in, in the other team. Um, my friends like, you know, Alishan, Vritya, they're going to be playing for their um, respective teams. So I think, yeah, it, it should be fun playing against them and there might be a bit of friendly competition. And how about the big international names too? I, I see Joe Root has been called up by the Delhi Capitals. Yeah, I mean, Joe Root's in the, in the Delhi Capitals team. He's uh, obviously a, a world-class player, but there's players like uh, Karen Pollard, Nicholas Buran playing for the MI Emirates. So, um, yeah, playing against them is going to be a really good experience. Have you heard from head coach James Foster or director of cricket Tom Moody? 
yeah, when I first got picked for uh, the league, um, actually all, all of the coaching staff messaged me and they said, you know, it's good to have you on board. And that was really good. And I was really happy to see that. Talk to us about you as a cricketer, Ali. Are you a genuine all-rounder, equally strong with both bat and ball? Or do you think you're stronger in one discipline over the other? Uh, I think I'm more of a fast bowling all-rounder, so I think my bowling skills slightly outweigh my batting skills. But, I mean, I, I try and equally balance both and I try and, you know, perform well with both bat and ball for the team. What are your strengths as a bowler, particularly in the T20 format? Uh, I think my change-ups, I've been working on my change-ups, my, change uh, my slower balls, my, you know, the, the leg cutters, the off-cutters. Um, I try and vary everything because I feel like if you're too predictable in T20 cricket, you might get um, hit for quite a few runs. So I think, um, you know, being different and like doing different things in the format can really help you. Do you think you can bowl in all three phases of an innings? Uh, I think I can, yeah. And what gives you that confidence? Uh, well, in, in the recent past, I've been playing for the UAE on a 19 team and um, I had to open the bowling, but also bowl two, three overs in the, in the middle and then also finish off in the depth. So I've had experience um, in bowling in all three phases. And what about your strengths as a batter? Do you prefer to operate down the order at six or seven or would you like to bat higher? Uh, my preferred position would be uh, yeah, six or seven because I have four or five overs left to bat and I can you know, potentially score 35, 40 valuable runs which can you know, change the game for the team. You went to the 2020 ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup in South Africa just before the pandemic as a 15-year-old and played one match against Nigeria. What was that experience like? Did it open your eyes to what you needed to do to improve? Or did you feel comfortable in that environment, even at that age? Uh, yeah, I mean, going there as a 15-year-old was amazing. I got to see how the best players go about their business. Players like Ravi Bishnoi was in the India team over there, so I saw how all of the world-class players over there were, you know, warming up, uh, what their mindset was like. So, yeah, I mean, I, at 15, it was really good uh, to see all of that and be, like, in that environment. How much was that under-19 experience in 2020 helpful when you came back to the tournament two years later in the Caribbean? Uh, yeah, it was really helpful for me. Um, I got to learn how the best go about their business, and I was able to go into to the next World Cup with more confidence, and I knew how the best players bat, how the best players bowl, so I could, you know, adjust my line and lengths and, you know, bat in a, in a way where I could perform really well in the tournament. You impressed with both bat and ball in the 2022 ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup with one for 14 in five overs in the plate final against Ireland and 54 in 44 balls against England at number seven earlier in the tournament. What are your memories of that competition and of the UAE success, because it was the first time the UAE had ever won the plate competition within the ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup. Yeah, that World Cup was really special for us. That was the first time um, we, as UAE, won the plate final, and that was really good for us. Um, obviously, playing against England, you learn a lot. Um, those players, are half of them have like county contracts, and they're all professionals. So it, it was really good to see um, where we stand against them. And yeah, like you said, scoring a 50 against England was really good for me. Um, it gave me tons of confidence and it allowed me to try and, you know, propel and, and excel uh, in the later matches. You played in the Pakistan Junior League in late 2022 for the Hyderabad Hunters. How did that come about and what was the experience like? Uh, yeah, so the ECB Cricket Board sent my name uh, to the Pakistan Cricket Board and luckily I got picked after sending in a few videos. Um, and obviously the experience was amazing. I saw how talented the Pakistani players were. Um, People my age were bowling, you know, 130 and were like almost like me. And I, 
And I felt like everyone was very similar in terms of ability. And I think at that level, it's all about your mindset and how you go about things. So yeah, that experience was really, was really good. I learned um, a lot um, in terms of my own game and also the way others play. So it was a really good experience for me. In that Pakistan Junior League, Abdul Razak was your team's coach and Darren Sami was the team's mentor. What was it like working with that duo? And did they uh, have much to say to you about your game? Yeah, well, uh, Darren Sami is obviously a legend for West Indies cricket. He's won two World Cups. Um, so yeah, I learned a lot of him. And also Abdul Razak, he's a legend for Pakistan cricket. So yeah, before every game, uh, both the mentor and the coach would talk to me and tell me the exact plan for the game. And, and I also asked them about, you know, how their playing career was, their mindset, what they did before a game. And yeah, I mean, having them as my mentor and as my head coach was really, was really good. Mudassan Azhar told us that if you were still in Pakistan, he thinks you would have played at full international level already. How does that make you feel? Obviously really good. Uh, that's a really big compliment, especially from someone like Mudassar Nazar. He's a legend, again, for Pakistan. Um, so yeah, hopefully I can, you know, fulfill my potential and try and make everyone, you know, happy. How much of an influence has Mudassa been on your game? Oh, really big. I mean, when I first joined the academy at 13, he was my first coach uh, working at the ICC Academy. So ever since then, like, I've, I've known uh, Mudassar, sir. And then he came back and he was part of our World Cup campaign and the Asia Cup campaign. So yeah, he was, he was really good. He's, a, he's really uplifting and, you know, boost the team morale. How many of the UAE players in the ILT20 do you know? Will there be any rivalries you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know most of them. That I've, I've played with all of them pretty much. Um, and yeah, there's a few people that I'd, I'd like to get out. Can't say their names right now, but yeah. What about your UAE teammates in the Desert Vipers squad? There's Ronek Panoli, Rowan Mustafa and Shiraz Ahmed. Do you know them well? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ronek obviously both played in the 19 World Cup together. Um, Rowan Mustafa is obviously a legend of UAE cricket. He's played for the past 10, 15 years, so... Um, and, and I've also played with them in uh, camp matches and also uh, Shiraz Ahmed, we've played in Ajman in, in a few tournaments together. So yeah, I know all of my teammates pretty well. And you're looking forward to working with them? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good experience, hopefully. Ali, how close were you to making the T20 World Cup squad? And how much of a thrill was it to watch the UAE perform in that tournament? Uh, I think I was really close. I, I, I was called to the camp matches they had, the practice matches and um, I think I was pretty close, um, but fortunately I, I didn't get picked. Uh, and obviously yeah, watching them on the big stage was really good. Um, I saw Karthik getting a hat-trick against uh, Sri Lanka, which was amazing to see. And um, the team also, I think, won their first World Cup match against Namibia, which was a really good match. I was watching the whole match throughout. Um, so yeah, like, I, was, I was really proud to see the team uh, do well at the World Cup and you know, um, shine at the big stage. Does that make you hungry to get to that sort of level yourself? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, my, my aspiration is to try and play for the men's team and uh, dominate in that environment. I've asked a few players this question already, Ali, so I'll ask it to you too. What are you looking forward to most? Is it playing in front of big crowds, playing alongside great players or playing against great players? I'm looking forward to trying to make an impact in the league and try and make a name for myself and try and also not just make myself proud, but also my family and the UAE, hold, uh, the UAE cricket fraternity because I think all of us um, aim to prove to the world that UAE can play cricket. So yeah, that's my, that's my main aspiration for this. What are your expectations for the tournament, both for yourself and the Desert Vipers? Um, well, obviously to win the tournament, that's uh, goal number one, but also uh, personally, I'll try and perform really well, try and make an impact to the team where, where the team needs me. And yeah, just perform well and hopefully uh, get over the line in every match. 
What about the fact this tournament includes associate players and specifically, of course, Emirates players? It's terrific for cricket, isn't it? Yes, for sure. I mean, associates uh, tend to be um, underlooked and not looked at, at as much as the test playing nation players. So um, it, it's a big um, opportunity for all, the, for all the associates and for the UAE players to make a name for themselves and hopefully you know, to, like, show the world that you know, everyone can play cricket at a very high level. Ali? What does this tournament mean for UAE cricket, you know, to have a tournament of this stature here? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, the UAE has been hosting uh, Pakistan for the last four or five years, and then they, they've had the T10 uh, for the last couple of years. Um, so I, th I think the UAE in, is, a, is a place where all cricket teams come and train. I mean, you see Australia, England coming to the ICC Academy uh, before their tours to India. So um, it was about time that UAE has their own league, which is really good to see. What are your ambitions as a cricketer? Um, well, obviously, I want to go uh, full-time professional one day and try and play in all the big leagues and also play for my country, the UAE, um, and try and make a name for myself and try and dominate um, at the highest level. What about the fact the Desert Vipers have a local company, Rasasi Perfumes, as its principal sponsor? It's great to have a UAE brand backing the team in a UAE tournament, isn't it? Yeah, I think all of us are really pleased to have Rasasi as our sponsor. I mean, they've been around for the last 40 years. They're a well-known brand in the UAE and they're also very well established so I think yeah, it's really important for um, us to try and promote uh, local uh, companies in the UAE and having Rasasi as, as our sponsor is really good. It's amazing I mean I, mean, I think every team should be um, should have a, a, a local sponsor because we're playing in the UAE so I think we should promote local brands and try and um, get them up. And another partner is 1.5 Degrees Sport a company that wants to put environmental issues like recycling at the top of everyone's agenda. How good is it that the Desert Vipers are putting that sort of issue front and centre? It's really amazing to have 1.5 Degree as our main sponsor. Um, with the current uh, world right now, with the amount of carbon emissions we have going on um, in the world, it's good to see that there's a company who actually is trying to protect the earth and trying to um, make a more sustainable future for everyone. Ali Nasir, one of the four UAE players in the Desert Vipers squad, along with Ronak Panoli, Rohan Mustafa and Shiraz Ahmed. You can hear interviews with both Ronak and Rohan in earlier episodes of Vipers Voices, and it won't be long before we catch up with Shiraz as well, so stay in touch with us for that. Before we sign off for this episode, let's hear again from Mudassa Nazar. He's already told us about Ali's qualities. Now let's hear from him on what the ILT20 means for young players like Ali and Ronak Panoli, the two up-and-coming Emirates players in the Desert Vipers lineup. A lot. A lot. This is, again, a progression and a chance to excel against better players, not to mention financial side of it as well. The cricket in uh, UAE has improved by leaps and bounds. When I went back to Pakistan from UAE in 2016, we probably had about eight to nine grounds in the UAE. Now there are 48 grounds. I think this is incredible by even Cricket Australia or England standard. There's so much development has taken place and the players are coming through thick and fast. This is a happening place at the moment. I hope it may continue. And what does the tournament mean for the development of UAE cricket as a whole? Again, huge. People will be glued to all these matches. I know it's happening in Dubai. And on top of that, Dubai UAE on cricketers are going to be part of it. They can be on the top show and uh, 
give a good account to themselves. Already people are talking about UAE all the time, um, not just as a holiday uh, destination, but as a cricket destination. People like things about what is happening here in Dubai, cricket wise. So everybody is, is lining up, queuing up to come to Dubai. And in the old days, when the teams would come, the biggest problem would be to give them an opposition. Now they're quite happy with it. In fact, a couple of times teams have come from England and say, you know, we need a good opposition. And there have been times when I said, you know, you need to slow down a little bit. You're too strong, so maybe you can drop one or two boys. Mudassar Nazar explaining the importance of the ILT20 to the development of cricket in the UAE. That's your lot then for this episode of Vipers Voices. As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp in the lead-up to ILT20. And a reminder that we'll also be giving you exclusive insider reaction after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too, as well as visiting the website at thedesertvipers.com. You can also buy tickets for all Desert Vipers matches online. Just look out for them through the Platinum List website and app. For now though, this is Brian Murgatroyd and as ever, thanks so much for listening.